Hello and welcome back to week number two of the podcast, Mineage. As today's podcast, we're going to take a little couple steps down in leagues. We're going to go from the ECHL from last week and drop below to the SPHL. And we're going to talk about the FPHL, or as people know it, as the Fed. The Fed is the lowest level of semi-pro hockey in in North America, and it consists of 11 teams, so pretty big drop-off from the last week's teams as it goes from 28 to 11 and only two divisions, no, not even a conference. It's a continental and the empire uh, in this league, and they became uh, a league not too long ago, only about 12 or 13 years going as they started in the 2010-2011 uh, season their commissioner is Don Kieran. Uh, the teams that consist of this league it's the Columbus River Dragons, the Carolina Thunderbirds, the Port Huron Prowlers, the Mississippi Sea Wolves, the Wylaville Blue Ridge Bobcats, the Baton Rouge Zinc Decons, uh, the Big Ham Black Bears, the Motor City Rockers, the Danbury Hattricks. And fun fact about the Hattricks, man oh man, do they have a big time background in hockey as they used to be called the Dansbury Thrashers. There is a uh, Netflix pod, uh, documentary about them and it just shows you about how they played hockey and man oh man, it, I'm a big fan of fighting and everything in hockey that goes with fighting because if there's no fighting, I mean I feel like hockey is just a bunch of scoring and I know that nowadays it's going away from hot, uh, fighting and hockey, and it's just sad to see because there's guys out there that that's all they do. They can't score. They can't do this or that, but they can sure, you know, fight pretty good, and that's what they get paid to do. A lot of teams just hire enforcers to get 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 guys going and get the team hyped up, but, yeah, that's what uh, Dansbury has going on over there in the Hatchets as they won the commissioner's trophy, the trophy of the Fed, and they took it last year, and it, this year they're looking pretty good, only sitting second in the standings, so they're pretty uh, having a pretty good year up there in Danbury. Uh, the other team is the Amira um, River Sharks, the Watertown Wolves, um, and those are the 11 teams, as there's only 6 and 5 in both of the divisions. Not a big league. That just means it's not a big type of salary, as only the average monthly wage is about $5,130, which that's better than some leagues. Some leagues, it's, it's you know, a couple hundred dollars a week, and I believe that's what it is. It's maybe six, seven hundred, eight hundred a week and then you tally that up, it's about five grand. And I mean, for twelve months or however long the season is, it's you know, it it could be a good paycheck and if, you know, guys want to keep going, they can keep going. But, you know, in this league it's it's mainly about, you know, playing hockey and trying to get to that next level. As guys here, I mean, they haven't made a, a, a single guy has not made it to the NHL um, in the year history as they've been close as the AHL, but mainly the guys go from the uh, Fed to the SPHL or they may get to the ECHL as um, that those guys, you know, it's it's kind of hard when, you know, there's so many teams, you know, in the SPHL 
and the ECHL and all, and then there's so many good guys, so much talent, that the Fed is like the guys that are there, but, you know, no other team wanted to, to pick them up. So the Fed's a league for guys to shine. And talking about fighting earlier in the podcast, uh, this league is known for it. This league, you know, there's there's blowouts, there's whatever you like to see if you're a fighter you know there's a lot of fighting in this league and i love watching this league and there's one man i love to watch and that is dansbury's hat tricks former dansbury hat trick daniel amsbury and man oh man this this guy fight um he actually was suspended for 18 games um it was a dirty hit i will admit it was a very i mean it looked dirty from the start but if you look at it it was just a kind of an awkward placement for the guy to um be there uh where he was at and um it's just bad what happened to see and watch it what happened and uh 18 games wasn't enough for the league so the league banned him and just a couple days after that he was signed to the echl's fort wayne comets as we talked about them in the previous podcast um, they are the rivals of the Kalamazoo Wings, and during that game, not even 10, 15 seconds into the game, he lays a big hit on Colin Sackman, which puts Colin Sackman out for, you know, as future, and like now, in the presence, he's still out, not in the lineup, and uh, seven to eight minutes later into the game, he uh, injures uh, and gives a concussion to Chaz Renekop as he fights as Chaz Renekop's the captain of the Kalamazoo Wings, and they squirt off in the middle of the ice. Allen County War Memorial Coliseum. And they just went to town on each other. It was a brawl um, with uh, Chaz getting a couple hands in there. But other than that, it was all Daniel Diamond Hands. As he is called Diamond Hands for a reason. Penalty minutes. The last two years he played in the Fed were 298 in 2021-22 and 72 and 22-23 and man oh man uh he helped them win you know the commissioner's trophy so he was one of their enforcers but a combined pro hockey career of 2184 penalty minutes in just 13 years played and not a lot of hockey for this guy it's only 312 games played and for an enforcer, that's, you know, that's pretty much, that's, you know, that's a pretty good amount, but, you know, for a regular hockey player, that's, that's not a lot, and this league is really known for it, as, you know, it, it's every, every game, like, there's big hits, there's fighting, and I, I, me personally, I really like this league, and that's, a big reason why they love to hit in this league and it's fun to watch it's really energetic to see the fans get into it i mean um watching you know highlights on you know youtube even watching it on full sports you can see that the fans come out to watch the big hits they come out to watch the fights they want people like the refs to let the guys go and i feel like in this league the refs kind of let the guys go i mean it's not like the echl where you know guys come together and it's a, it's a break it's a breakup and it it's it's a pretty good league to watch fighting it's not you know dangerous fighting it's not you know guys trying to kill each other i mean the the league rules are based like i mean it, it you gotta know it's a fighting league when you know they have to have rules of fighting off the playing surface and fighting 
other than during the periods of the game and prior to puck drop. So, you know, it's kind of, it's, it's a league of fighting when that happens and, you know, rules of those kind are put into play. But this league is just one of a kind and it contains of mainly teams on the Eastern coast, but teams spread out two teams in Michigan is the port here on Prowlers and the uh, Motor City Rockers. Uh, both of those teams, uh, the Motor City Rockers, just their second season. They're doing pretty good there with uh, Trevor Bavin, a pretty good netminer that got a uh, pro hockey tryout for the Kalamazoo Wings. Almost made it, but uh, two goalies in front of him uh, just were better than him. Hunter Vorva and Jonathan Lemieux. Um, and Trevor is a work in progress there. He is he is there. He is an ECHL goaltender. If a team looks at him, and I, I feel like if Kalamazoo does have goalie problems here in the end of March or even in, into February and April area, I feel like Trevor Babin should be the guy to call. Um, this, and this league, I mean, it, it, it still has scoring as Justin McDonald of the Columbus River Dragons has 70 points. And 33 games. I mean, these guys, they're there. They can go to the ECHL or, I mean, even the SPHL. These guys, you know, they're, they're there. I mean, uh, watching, you know, some of the guys skate, it's, it's quick pace sometimes, you know, not faster than others. I mean, say what you want about the league. I mean, people may say this is a league about beer league, which beer league is a bunch of adults, you know, guys that want to still play hockey and, you know, just have a get together and go to the ring playing a league i mean it's aggressive it's just bigger hits and all that but it's you know the fed is a league of you know guys that you know may be young and still want to get a crack at the echl and you know this is their only way the the sphl isn't you know calling and the fed so the fed is where they go and the fed i mean hey it don't get me wrong, I, I watched a couple of the YouTube guys and uh, uh, Travis uh, Ridgen, he's bounced around a couple of teams. He's not the best goalie, but, you know, he's a he's a 6'3", six, 6'4", six, goaltender that's, you know, he could stop pucks. I mean, he might let in a, a lot of goals, but, if, you know, the other team, let, you know, the other goalie lets in a lot of goals. It, it does, it, it adds up, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's a, had, like trick like hit, hit and miss you know what what days are you gonna see you know blowouts that are like nine to seven or you know teams that are just you know in, in a couple years ago watching the league a team called the battle creek bees um man oh man uh they were in the fed and it one year was well enough as the team had lost 21 22 years straight or 21 22 games um, and it's, it just wasn't a sight to see. I mean, you're getting blown out 15 to two, 15 to three. So, I mean, you kind of just have to just say, you know, what are we doing here? And like, what, what's our mission? Like, what is the mission of the fed? And I feel like it's guys who are, you know, trying to get to the next level, but you know, don't have really, you know, a spot to do it in. And I feel like this league is somewhere where guys can go skate you know every other day you know you only play on the weekends but you play you know you play a lot of games i mean you play um like in leagues like the echl i mean you're playing 
50 to 70 games, you know, a year. And you know, it just shows that the guys that are showing up are playing hockey, getting big time points in this league are guys that maybe, you know, the next year they might get a hockey trial with the ECHL team or even make a roster spot on an SPHL team. I mean, this league is basically so small that you're facing guys like all the time. I mean, it's like looking at schedules, it's you're facing team, you know, teams that are like 20, 30 times a year and, you know, I mean, you're, you're facing up for, you know, three games or two games where, where in like, you know, the ECHL guys are coming for two games unless they're from, far, from like far away. And I mean, even like, you know, fan wise, this league is a good league for fans as it's only, you know, for a season ticket, it's only $250, you know, for six tables. I mean, it, it that's way better then you know an EC, I mean they're about the ECHL prize I'm a uh, diehard Kalamazoo Wings fan and you know to get in there it's maybe about nine to eight dollars I mean I, my dad works there so it's, it's seven dollars and you know general admission here is fifteen dollars so this is way more like I mean I'm looking at the Motor City Rockers as that's the closest team to me and you know this team is I mean, I mean, they're they're good. So I mean, fifteen dollars to go watch a hockey game—that is a pretty good price, in my opinion. I mean, to watch for general mission for a season ticket price, three hundred and fifty dollars—that is not bad at the value of five hundred and four dollars, which I would take that over, you know, any type of game. Hockey is hockey, you know, as long as there's fighting. For me, it's fighting. Fighting and, you know, scoring, you know, pretty good goals. Like a Michigan goal, I can get behind this league. I mean, guys are scoring, you know, batting out of the air goals. And it's, it's, it's an amazing type of league. And, you know, you love to see it still happening. I mean, leagues like these are, you know, dropping. I mean, you saw the end of the IHL and the UHL back in the day and, you know, the rise of the ECHL now as ECHL is going to be, you know, 30 teams by the end of this year. And it's, it's, it's pretty good to see hockey still on the rise and to see that there's people that actually still want to invest in hockey. Um, so it, it, it's pretty nice to see because you you get you get people that are like okay hockey without fighting it's not the same type of thing as you know the nfl having trailer swift and all of this so i mean hockey it's known for the fighting it's known for the big hitting it's known for this and that and it and without it what what is it it nobody really knows and so i mean that's kind of what um i feel like teams are nowadays they're trying to they get promotions out there try to get you know star wars night you know marvel night something that can get you know little kids and like little kids that's their big main target and nowadays hockey especially in the fed is you have to get kids who love the game going early 
before you get to the adults something you know coca melon night something that's going to get kids to want to go and go hey mom and dad you know i want to go see the motor city rockers i want to go see the port huron prowlers the elmira river sharks don't know what a river shark is don't ask i mean the dansbury hat trick i mean that that franchise alone has been you know amazing it, it it's a really nice arena i mean it it may look small but man do they pack the house there in dansbury and do they love their hockey especially in section 102 one of the most famous sections in all of hockey has man oh man do they want people to just fight they don't want to see any goal scoring they don't want to see any of that they want to see fighting and i'm a type of guy who wants to see fighting as well i mean hey there's nothing you can go wrong without two men trying you know trying to basically like you know hurt each other i mean there's times where it get, it goes a little too far and there's nothing you can really do about that but you know this league is something else and you know you just kind of got to deal with some of the things that you see on there i mean i saw a hit that i saw on there and i'm just like man oh man if that happened in nhl or like you know ahl or any of these you know the top three leagues he would be suspended for like a while, maybe even season, and wouldn't be able to come back. I mean, even look at Daniel. He was suspended for eight games, and he's banned permanently because he did a bad hit, and the guy had a seizure, and um, he just, you know, it was a bad hit. And, I mean, you could tell that he was, you know, he felt bad. I mean, I hope he would um, feel bad, but... You know it's a human being and i get that the leagues are trying to make it safer for the people or for the players and you know try to make it still entertaining for the fans but you know it's a thing of hockey i feel like they should keep going and the fed is just a league that i see that's only trying to keep it going but also trying to hold back on the reins and it, it it's it's a throw up right now of whether the fed is going to keep on letting fighting happen a lot because i mean in the fed guys can fight two to three times a game and not get thrown out where in the other leagues you're getting two you know two fights and you're out of the game and 10 in 10 fights and you're suspended for a game or so so nowadays it's fighting is coming a non-thing of the past here in the game of hockey and a lot of fans don't like it and myself personally i don't like it either i mean yeah it's cool to see everything you know all fan wise but if there's no like instigating i mean it's aggression teams want to win when it's close time to playoffs that's gonna happen i'm sorry it, it it's a thing you know people are getting paid people don't want to lose their jobs so you know people don't want to get sent down people you know don't want to go back you know down level i mean you know guys that are getting chances in the S you know echl from the sphl from the fed they don't want to go back i mean you get paid more so i mean you get paid more in those leagues so why not try to keep yourself up and you know make a name for yourself i mean daniel i mean not even in the first 10 15 minutes of the game he showed fort wayne and fort wayne's crowds are rowdy and he showed them you know hey i'm here to play this you know this this is my town you know you're not gonna mess with this is my team like whatever like you're not gonna mess with them you're not gonna mess with them and i mean you know this franchise in danbury connecticut has been home to a team since 2004 where james galanti 
came with the Dansbury trash shirts. I mean, what a name, what a logo, but he brought fun to hockey. I mean, he brought guys were, I mean, when the NHL had a break in, you know, their season in 2007, 2008, 2009 area, he brought guys down from the NHL down to basically the UHL to Dansbury Ice Arena, and they almost won the UHL, the Turner Cup. As, you know, they I believe it went to seven games with the Kalamazoo Wings, and, you know, it was a, you know, there was goalie fights with Joe Martin, the Kalamazoo Wings goalie, and, you know, Nick Bootland, Daryl Bootland, some of the legendary Kalamazoo Wings, Corey Carlander, to name a few, and, you know, they went at it watching that series. I believe it's on YouTube. And, I mean, even some in the Untold uh, Crime and Penalties on Netflix. Um, it's it's a pretty uh, nice little story and background as, you know, it, it, it was a thing of hockey back in the day. I mean, it, you know, the owner was a young kid. I mean, what can you say when back in the day, you know, that's kind of what, is, you know, what it was, is, you know, kids were being kids, he was being a kid, and he decided to, you know, put out, you know, put get his own team, you know, I believe his dad bought the team, gave it to him, and he made it better, I mean, they won games, you cannot blame the kid, they won games, no matter what, how they beat them, I mean, if you're aggressive, nobody's gonna want to play if you're too aggressive, and if you're too aggressive, like if you're down in like, you know, the neutral zones, you're down in the corners, you know, guys are, you know, body checking you, you know, you're getting gassed. It's it's hard to play defense when you're gassed and you're trying to block shots and all, you know, all all the chaos going around, the fans, everything. It, it's hard to play hockey down there. And to close up this podcast, I just want to say that the Fed Hockey um is just an incredible league and i know that the fed isn't you know much to talk about but i just want to bring light to this this league and to the team uh not and some of the players that i mentioned trevor babin and mcdonald a uh, couple good you know top talented guys that can make a name for themselves if they keep going in this league and i hope they do i mean you know Daniel Ansbury, I mean, he's an enforcer, you know, he gets suspended, and ECHL takes notice, I mean, when you need an enforcer guy, and Fort Wayne's known to have big guys, you know, seven foot, six, well, not seven foot, my bad, about six four, six five, six six guys, who's playing for you on defense, it, you know, any, NHL's not doing this type of thing, so, I mean, you're doing something that nobody else is really doing so to close up this podcast i just want to you know do a little prediction on the playoff is it, it, it's kind of my thing and i have a little more time to speak on it as i did didn't have last time as the last time it's kind of my first podcast didn't just kind of get the little feels of the podcast wasn't my best but hopefully in the weeks to come it does get better and better and better and hopefully you know someday i can get more you know uh people on here i mean people that are uh players of these leagues people that you know do things in the leagues and i i hope to make this into you know not too big of a podcast but a podcast that you know gets off the ground and it's not just something that 
you know, I do for school. I'd like to get this thing going off the ground and trying to uh, get it out there to people, to show people, you know, kind of the work I'm doing uh, in the studios and to get my name out there. And, you know, one day, you know, hopefully I could be working for one of these teams. You never know. So in this league, talking about playoffs, I mean, it's kind of weird. I mean, every team but one made it last year as Mississippi missed out. Um, so it's it's kind of hard. I mean, Elmira and Mississippi had basically the same record at 13-35 and like 4-7. and seven. I mean, just overtime losses kind of divided them. And Mississippi had a better win percentage as Elmira. And Elmira got in than Mississippi. So it's, it's kind of a weird... Thing. So I'm going to do my best to, you know, do a little uh, playoff prediction as you never know which team may be out or in. So here we go. So uh, my prediction, I mean, to feel like that might be teams that are probably going to be in the finals. I feel it's going to be Columbus, uh, the River Dragons, and uh, the, I believe it's the, uh, no, it's, uh, no, it is the Birmingham, the Binghamton. Uh, Black Bears, as they both lead both of these divisions. I mean, Columbus has 25 wins to three losses. Three losses in 33 games is, you know, you, you're you winning like, 30 games and you only lost basically five because of two overtime games uh, that you lost. Um, and then Birmingham only losing about 11 technically games. But you have 24 wins, but only five regular, uh, uh, regular time losses. I mean... I see, I'm going to take a big guess, I'm going to say Baton Rouge is not going to get in the playoffs as they are 6 wins to 21 losses and they are like the 6th team. So basically I'm going to go and with my knowledge of hockey I feel like the Continental, the 6th team and the final team in the Continental uh, does not get in. So it's going to probably be Columbus versus Wytheville and Carolina versus Mississippi and Port Huron. I believe a team gets maybe a buy. Maybe the top team gets a buy. I don't know, but I mean, Columbus. There's no really team that's gonna, you know, beat them out as they have 13 win uh, are on a 13 win streak. I mean, that's pretty crazy for hockey. I mean, their goals against is 168 to 91. Uh, let's see for fighting. I'm speaking of penalties. Uh, the league leading team in penalties as oh my goodness of uh, 1099 for the Watertown Wolves and uh yeah uh 10 10 can think 10 games will uh 10 win games so we'll do that to you I mean you can't you can't you got to stay out of the box if you're gonna win a hockey game if you're gonna want to compete in this league you got to stay out of the box and I feel like Watertown is uh, not doing that. In 35 games, you have 100 or over, you know, 1,000 penalty minutes. And, you know, they only play, you know, 60-minute games. So that's, you know, you can do the math. As I'm not a big math guy, um, that's a pretty big difference. But um, I feel like it's going to be uh, Birmingham getting the, um, the bye. And Motor City is going to take on Watertown. So I feel like that's going to be, you know, a pretty close you know, matchup as, you know, Motor City as, you know, as close as they are, you know, and pretty good as they are, they tend to struggle towards the end of the season as they saw, as we saw last year. And uh, Dan Barry and Almira's Dan Barry, I mean, they're 
basically the same wins, but it's just they have lost less games. Elmira surprisingly only went uh, to extra time twice. They have not lost in overtime. They have one overtime game and one of shootout game, and they're only one point from being in the last place spot in the Empire Division. Um, those are my predictions for the playoffs of the Fed Hockey League. This is the end of the podcast for the second edition of the Minage Podcast. Minage, Minage, whatever you want to say it. Um, it's it's a good one. Uh, hopefully you guys like this podcast and enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy the weekend. It's a little snowy here in the state of Michigan, so I hope wherever you're listening to this too, um, tuning in, I hope it's warmer than what it is here. I mean, hey, I'm still in a t-shirt and shorts. I rock out. I know. I don't care how cold it is unless it's in the negatives. Then I might put a couple layers on because I can't, you know, get too sick or die of hyperthermia. So, I mean, you know, where are we watching this? Hope you're nice, cozy, and warm. Nice, cozy, and warm this this week. It's pretty hot in here. Not going to lie. But um, I hope wherever you're watching this, I hope you're nice, safe, and warm. And I just want to say good night.